0: Oh, President Biden gives a speech from the threshold of hell. What did he say? You're watching the propaganda reports drive time news blast, a special nighttime news blast tonight to deconstruct the primetime address to the nation that Biden gave tonight, an address that included some choice imagery and lighting around the president, to say the least, and a theme painting one half of America as a domestic terror threat to our very democracy. Joining me tonight is a uh, host of the Mad Ones podcast,
1: Cam Harless. Cam, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm I'm uh, a little tired, but I'm making it. If it, I had so many technical difficulties in that show we did tonight, it drove me crazy. So I had to get some ice cream. So I'm gonna just gonna let you go. And uh, okay,
0: is that cookies and cream ice cream? Mm-mm.
1: It's um chocolate peanut butter
0: cup. All right. Well, technical difficulties are definitely something that plagues podcasters, no doubt. We certainly don't have the budget that the CNN and the MSNBCs have. So the president tonight comes out to do this speech, you might've watched it and I'm going to play some clips for you that we can deconstruct, but I found an image here that it's been going around Twitter. You might've seen it, but I took a similar one myself. The first thing I noticed when I turned this thing on was, Whoa, what's up with this imagery? What's up with this lighting? Why on earth would they do this? If not to send a message and these people do these things on purpose. They, they absolutely are aware they've been rehearsing the speech, half the stuff he said in the speech I've heard in speeches that he's been given the past couple of weeks. And I, I'll wait. I'll save some of this other stuff for later, but this is not something that was an accident. This is let me see if I can pull this up for you here. So you see right here that imagery there of President Biden in front of this hellish, I mean, it looks like he's speaking from from hell and he's the leader of hell and he's telling all his minions what they have to do to stop MAGA Republicans from taking over or whatever. It, it just, it was, just un- you had the two soldiers back there. For a while, I was watching and I was like, is this a green screen? Because I, I was trying to see if those guys moved at all and they did a little bit. I was very impressed with how little they moved. And I'm just like, how can you stand there for that long and, and hardly even blink? But they, they were able to do it. They did budge a couple times to show me that it was definitely not a green screen. But I just could not understand that imagery that we had going on other than they're trying to send a message that he's going to F you up, man. If you try and mess with him, the 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 king of hell here is going to rain death and destruction down upon you. And I, I'll start with just playing you the intro of them walking up to show you that this is, I don't think this is Photoshop. This appears to be a natural image to me. It's very similar to the one I took. It's just a little bit, a little bit better. I, I snapped a screenshot. But I'll show you just the very intro of this. And it was weird, too, because, like, I mean, this stuff is all stage produced. They, they know what they're doing. Oh, I should say this, by the way. CNN apparently made the imagery on their version of this, they apparently made it pink. They pinked it up a little bit. I, I don't know. I guess to make it look a little bit less hellish. I, that's all I could think of. I mean, if I saw this and I'm a producer, I go, what the F? We, we need to do some editing here so he doesn't look like the devil while he's speaking right now. And I imagine that might be why they pinked it up a little bit. I don't know. But here's the the initial walk-up, which I've seen them walk up in these things before. So they walk up and they try and do this dramatic presentation, but this was just so clumsily done. I, I commented on one of the things he did earlier this week about how it seemed like a, a first dress rehearsal for his main speech that he was given tonight, about how it just seemed like, a bunch of people, they, it was actors and the crew in the background and they're just running through it for the first time and they need to work on it and, and get it sharp. This still seems like that. It seems like they didn't actually sharpen it up because the the walk-up intro, it was just real weird. Right, so if you're, if you're wa- listening to this only, it's playing the music, the trumpets, it has the background and the flag and, and the reddish color and then we're going to see Biden and Jill walking up here, when they announce them. I see them now coming up, walking up to the booth. It it just looks like a weird set. And now they walk downstairs. And it's like they're fading down, like it's like when somebody... So does, shot. I know, it's so weird. It's like when people do, do those things where you walk behind a couch and you act like you're walking downstairs and you just get lower and lower and lower and you only see their head. Well, it, that's what they're doing here. President Biden and his wife keep walking lower and lower and lower and now all we see is Jill Biden's head and just Joe Biden from, like, the chest up. It's just, yeah, that's what I thought it was a green screen. And the light is bouncing weird off of his head. It's all very strange. Right now, we see nothing but the bottom of Jill, the top of Jill's head, and uh, Joe Biden's nose up. It's the strangest framing of a presidential walk up that I've ever seen in my life. Complete shadows now. Oh, now they walk into the light. Do you see that in the top right corner? I just noticed this, Cam. Do you see what appears to be, I'm going to take that back a second. So, it's like something kind of comes into vision whether it's a reflection or something but it looks like it looks like something that you would sit a conductor's notes on uh, a tripod with notes on on the right corners here of the so Joe Biden and Pre- and uh, and President Jill are in are in dark shadows and they're about to walk into the light and there appears to be i, I like it's like I don't even know how to describe it. It's weird looking. It's going in and out of frame. You can see it. You can't see it. It's transparent. Then it's not. It's just a weird production to me, man. You see that on the right and left there?
1: The um, teleprompters?
0: No, no. The, on the very right of and left of the screen, it had this weird, it went like fizz yeah. in and out real quick. And yeah. it was just really strange. I mean, there, there's obviously, this is why I thought this was a green screen when they initially walked up. And I don't think it's... There might be green screen elements that they put on there with a lighting filter and everything, but I, I don't know what's going on with that there. I'm going to have to look at that, ask some of my production friends what they think about that because I, I didn't notice that at first. And then she, all right, so I played that. Just Go watch that if you're just listening to this. It's just one of the strangest walk-ups I've ever seen. I, I don't know how you can do this on accident. It's like... I mean, if you messed up and did this, I can see that, but they've been rehearsing this thing for so, so long. That I, I just don't understand how they can do that. It's, it's really, really strange. Okay. So I pulled some clips from this for you. We're not going to go through the whole speech. It was about 30 minutes long. And it was a mix of Biden saying that half of America is a threat that has to be stopped. A lot of stuff I've been talking about earlier this week and last week related to this. And half of him saying, but we're a good country. We're great. America's great. And prosperity. And, and freedom for all, except MAGA Republicans, is basically the, the theme of what's going on here. So I'm going to pull this up. Too much. And you see that imagery right there. It's weird. Th- that is, that is why does it,
1: Yeah. Why does it make me think of Spy Kids for some reason? I can like see that. That, that, that a photo, there's something about it that seems, and also it does look like he's on a green screen in this paused frame. It's like not great compositing. No, I'm not it, saying that it, it, I'm saying he's, he's there. I'm just saying I, it's weird. dude. It the whole thing was deep-faked.
0: weird. Corey, in the chat here said, yeah, it does look a little deep faked. You're right. Maybe it is. He says, uh, LOL way different than the clips going around. Basically looked like he was in the pulpit of hell. That is exactly what it looked like. And that was from, I think this was a Washington post. It was their stream that I got this from. It was either the Washington post or Fox they had the same one. Um, here's the, the initial clip. Was he in this clip he is talking about how what's going on right now is not normal. And I'll let him take it away.
2: Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now I want to be very clear. Very clear up.
0: That's a stage-produced clap by the way, that, that's not a. You, you notice a pause. That's because it wasn't a natural clap. There's a stage producer saying, yes, you got, and they never showed the crowd, which I thought was interesting. Well, Usually but- they'll flash. If there's people there, they'll flash to them. And so it's probably a bunch of his staffers, Jen Saki, And the, the current woman who's working up there at the uh, press secretary, they're, they're making the clap noises or maybe it's completely artificial. I don't know. I
1: mean, why would that be something that you would applaud? It's just weird. That's not a logical thing to apply. Oh, yeah, It's a great point. They're terrible. Right. No, that's a great point. They're going to destroy our democracy. This is... Okay, so what that fits in,
0: (laughs) it fits in what they've been talking about lately. We just need to speak plain about it and we need to call it what it is. They're domestic terrorists. They're a threat to our democracy. So it's an an applaud for him speaking plainly about the threat.
2: Front... Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans, are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no
0: question. I, just just the fact that he continues to call it the mainstream Republicans. I played him saying this on a clip earlier this week. I played some clips earlier this week, and I predicted that it was a rehearsal for this and that we were going to see some of that stuff more refined. I actually thought he did a worse job here than he did at the other ones, but he was definitely using the same language and carry, carrying the same themes. But... Who wants to be mainstream? like like that's a that's a thing people I want to be mainstream. I want to be like everybody else. Is that something people aspire to be? It, but it's very clear mainstream Republican could it could we ever be more clear about controlled opposition than, than what he's saying right now?
1: Right oh, God mainstream. yeah, let me let me be the most boring person at the party.
2: right <laughs> the Republican Party today is dominated, driven and intimidated. By Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans.
0: All right, so he's saying there that even though the mainstream Republicans he can work with and it's okay that the Republican the act the ones controlling the Republican parties right now mostly is Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans the the threats. So don't get worried about your mainstream safe Republicans; they're okay. It's just the, they're really trying to create this dividing line between the two very definitively here Uh, again i i want to see an ad from what's the guy with the eye patch what's his name crenshaw yeah yeah, crenshaw running for his uh office i want to see like i'm a mainstream republican i want to see that promoted in one of their ads
1: as a positive thing i just i just i it's none of this makes any sense because the mainstream Republicans, aka the Liz Cheney's, the Dick Cheney's, <laughs> right. all these people, the just Democrats kicked kicked out of their seats, so they're not mainstream. Right? They're I, globalists. I, always, I shouldn't say Democrats. I say they're globalists is what they are. Right, but th- th- these people are not these are not re- mainstream Republicans anymore. They have lost. No, they're not. They have been kicked out. You, that's is, a, yeah. No, dude, like, you touched on it like a great point. How bad did Liz
0: Cheney lose? I mean, she lost an, a historic margin. I, I think nobody had ever lost that big since like 1950 or 60 in uh, a race. And they're saying, okay, you got demolished historically. You'd be a good person to
1: run against Trump or a Trump. Can't. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make is, any sense. This is just them. Uh, what, what's it called? Um, you know, reminiscing. they're reminiscing about the good old days of George, George W. Bush, who is completely controllable. And right. did all the things they wanted him to do, but they could hate him publicly. And, then, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. This is, it's, it, it, it's the neocons came from Trotsky. They are leftists in the worst sense of the word. And they're, I'm sorry. That, those are the words. Those are the words I have. This right. is stupid. And it, uh, this is very clearly what the Uniparty or bird with two wings looked like from the, from the jump was the totally. neocons and these, hey. uh, you're right. He's describing barely me. progressive, democratic uh, globalists. I just, I just don't know who would want to be
0: able to say, hey, did you hear President Biden talking about those mainstream Republicans like me? Fundraise. Vote for me. I, I don't see anybody running on that platform. And, and you make a great point there it, it, about they're making it seem like. It's just such a small fringe amount of people that are "quote Trumpian" or, or let me say, so you can question the election and also not like Trump. That that's possible, but they would have you believe that that's not a possible thing. So you can say there's discrepancies and maybe some problems happen, and also not just love Trump and want to go set the White House on fire or whatever.
1: But they also want you to, like you said, they want you to believe that this is a small part of. The Republican Party, and in that, if they can substantiate that, which they can't, they want to make the claim that that's what people are like, what all of the Republicans across Absolutely, the country are like. Totally. And I don't know if you, if your neighborhood's anything like mine, but I had never seen open displays of profanity on flags before. But I see it all around my neighborhood. I mean, all around my neighborhood,
0: I, there's signs in people's yards that say vote for mainstream Republicans everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. It's absolutely ridiculous. You're right. And, and I, I, so what is it? There's a, I was going to break the Solinsky stuff today. We'll have to talk about it later, but he also talks about the same thing. It's like the Batman, Batman talks about this stuff. I say Batman talks about this, but it's the whole philosophy of when, when you're small, you try to make it appear that you're bigger than you are. So as part of your propaganda tactic, your your information war effort. And that's what Solinsky talks about. I think is his ninth or tenth rule in Rules for Radicals. And I believe that that is absolutely what's going on here. And I believe that's why I've said this before, that they're saying that, look at all the Democrats that are voting for these MAGA Republicans because they think they're going to be easy to beat. What if they aren't easy to beat? Well, if they aren't easy to beat, maybe it's because you're full of it and it wasn't really the Democrats that were voting for them that's why they won. Maybe they won because there's actually more people. See, they control the communications apparatus. And with control of that apparatus, they can project and try and make it seem as though people who believe one thing are mm-hmm. a very small minority, when in reality, it's a lot more people than it actually is. And I believe that that's probably what's going on here. I- I'm not I'm not saying all those people love Trump, but I'm saying that there's probably far more people that question elections because it's okay. Every election should be questioned. It's, it's so extraordinary that 2016, the Democrat message was the election was fraud. It was fraudulent and should be questioned. 2020, it's perfect. And if you question it, you're a domestic terrorist. And that they're are people that go along with that. I just don't think that there are that many people that actually go along with this BS.
1: Yeah, well, I I, I want you to, I mean, I don't know if you can go to Twitter right now and look at the um, uh, trending at a, topics. It, it, well, yeah, it was uh, Satan or something like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trending topic on the top of my screen right now is hashtag pedo Hitler. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the one I saw. Yeah, pedo Hitler is trending
0: and there's just, there is an information battle going. So I tweeted a couple things out during the the speech and, and I the first comment I got was from somebody that was obviously a Biden supporter or, or a bot, one of the two or I mean I'm not, they might be a real person. I don't know, but I did tag the hashtag. so I, I did alert people so you can expect to get people to come back to. It, but it was just I, I, I don't see even if you support Biden and if you love Biden and you think he's the most angelic man on the planet, I don't see how you can't say, hey, what's up with the imagery, dude? What, what's going on? Aren't we trying to, to unite the country? Why are you looking like the devil right now? I mean, the only thing missing is the horns. All right. okay. Yeah, we're burning the midnight oil, very safe, U.S. BioLabs. Question everything, David says, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, it's just, just, you have to question everything. That's our only defense, man. It, like, So they, they f- effing thrive on us. Being in this informational tribal warfare because once we get in those little sets, we just dig in, and we have to question everything, including what we trust the most. And I I think that is what the key to all of this is. If everybody did that, if everybody questioned their own sources, their own trusted sources as much as they questioned those sources that they already don't believe, you know, I mean, we already aren't going to believe what MSNBC says, right? But they're not the ones that we're most vulnerable to being propagandized by. We're more vulnerable to being propagandized by—I don't want to say Fox because I don't trust them either—but say, say Ron Paul. I'm not saying Ron Paul's a propagandist. I, I like Ron Paul a lot. But even Ron Paul's claims, uh, anything I say, we should all question it because even people who have the best of intentions make mistakes. And if we're scrutinizing those who we like a lot as much as we are those who we dislike, then I, I think that we uh, build a pretty in, in penetra- impenetrable— shield towards their uh, psychological warfare propaganda it, it, yes and they, they they count on us not doing that with the cognitive dissonance and the psychological emotional factors but but I, I think that that is the key we just have to maintain scrutiny and they don't want us to they hate when we ask questions i'm going to go back to the clips i could go off all day on that so i'm going to go back to the clips <laughs> go, go ahead. And, all right here this is biden he, uh, what his view uh, that is true in america right now
2: here in my view is what is true MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies.
0: Pause that right there. He's talking about what I referenced on the show. I think I referenced it yesterday is the Secretary of State racist. Did I play? Yeah, I played you those clips yesterday about them emphasizing. That that is what he's talking about. So he's talking about not an insurrection outside of the the government or a conspiratorial way, but co-opting by winning elections. So he is scrutinizing and criticizing people who are trying to legitimately, legitimately win elections. And he's saying that they need to be stopped.
2: Empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Yeah, that's what they want to do. So they're they're, they're running for elections,
0: trying to win, and yet they're undermining democracy. What kind of backwards BS is that? They're doing it properly as suggested, and they're winning elections, yet if they do so, they have undermined democracy because they're a domestic terror threat that needs to be stopped. And yet he's saying this is what democracy is. It's so uh, a brain F, man. It just melts your mind. What are your thoughts? I just... (laughs) <laughs> cam's rubbing his head right now he just he's he's in disdain almost can you hear me yeah i can hear you it's a little echoey but i can't hear you okay sorry it's like you're in an ocean I mean, now i think, think you i think your mic might have cut out
1: i'm in mean, such a this stuff's been so weird
0: yeah i, I hear know. you dude the, the technical problems can uh be frustrating well i'll can go ahead and head into hear that
1: you
0: know i can still hear you it does hear a bit echoey it. Yeah. Let's go into the next clip and you can uh,
2: play with or look at whatever's going on there. All right. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy.
0: A dagger at the throat of our democracy. (laughs) That is some uh, rhetorical nonsense right there.
2: They look at them as patriots. And they see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power.
0: I love that there's police sirens going on in the background right now as he's saying these things.
2: For The 2020 election as preparation for the 2022 and 2024 elections. They tried everything last time to nullify the votes of 81 million people. This time, they're determined to succeed in thwarting the will of the people. That's why respected conservatives like Federal Circuit Court Judge Michael Luddig.
0: What, what has, was that? What was that name?
2: <laughs>
0: like, Michael Luddig L- L- Yeah. Like,
2: Michael Ludwig <laughs> has called Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans, quote, a clear and present danger to our democracy.
0: So he cites a judge that most people watching this have never heard of in their life, and he didn't even pronounce the full name, and that's supposed to be why you know we need to trust his opinion on all of this. Uh, Okay, so first of all, there was a lot of claims he made there that MAGA Republicans they they want to take away your rights to privacy is what he said there. They they uh,
1: nod to Roe, right?
0: Yes. Well, he He made some knots to row there. Absolutely. Yeah. And and he went ahead and said, they're going to, they, they don't, they want to take away your rights to marry who you love. So anticipating uh, challenges to the, the gay marriage laws. And so that was definitely signaling there and a threat to our personal rights. Our our personal rights is what he wants to uh, project there. And they tried everything in 2020. Or 20, yeah, 20, they tried everything. And and that was just preparation for what comes next. And apparently, what comes next, which he referenced right before this, is that now they're going to try and win through elections. (gasps) Through the Democratic way. (laughs) (laughs) Just the convoluted way that he's talking about this.
1: How dare they use our own trick against us.
0: And and Right, look, and and I'm not saying that he's wrong that people who want to co-op things try and win elections. They absolutely do. There's no doubt about that. We see George Soros has funded elections, local elections around the country. He's been Stacey Abrams' biggest fund. Nobody has funded Stacey Abrams more than the Soros family. So that is true that that happens. But to say that doing it the the way that democracy does it is a threat to democracy, is what he's saying, simply because the type of candidate that is running – shouldn't be allowed to run. And that is kind of what we're getting getting to here is Trump shouldn't be allowed to run and people who agree with things that he agree with, uh, election deniers, shouldn't be allowed to run. It's much bigger than that too. This is a, a Great Reset World Economic Forum 2030 agenda thing as well because it's about, there was a panel that had, a, it was called, the view from Capitol Hill during the Davos World Economic Forum. I, I did pull the video, but I, I didn't get to the clip. It's like an hour and a half video. And there was a woman who was just drilling everybody on the stage saying, even if America first Republicans get elected, are you still going to stand in solidarity with Ukraine despite the fact that Americans who might be America first are worried about their, their income and worried about the inflation and the problems with the economy? She got everybody to agree they were going to, go with the global world order over their own constituents. I mean, that's what she was getting them on the record for. And that's what this is about, too. It's about the very same thing. It's trying to get people to think that anybody who's about individualistic, who's about America, who cares, who is a natural human being and wants to survive is wrong for doing so and is a MAGA Republican and really a racist white nationalist, which he— I'll save it. I don't want to ruin it for you because it's pretty funny. <laughs> It is a literal clown, clown world. While the threat
2: to American democracy is real, I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats.
0: So what can we, we do? We are
2: not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. There are far more Americans, far more Americans, from every, from every background and belief, who reject the extreme MAG ideology than those that accept it. And folks, it's within our power. It's in our hands, yours and mine, to stop the assault on American democracy.
0: All right, Cam, your microphone sounds much better now. Good. Good. If you'd Good. like to,
1: you'd like to comment. I, all I'm saying is, it's hilarious to see him lick his lips and try to not be so dry. In the middle of a speech. They got
0: him on something, man, to get you know, yeah. his mouth out for sure.
1: The the absolute um, destruction of democracy and the attack on it by way of democracy?
0: Right. They're attacking democracy by way of democracy. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Man, I don't know what all of the states are that have the Secretary of State candidates that are, quote, MAGA Republicans, but... I tell you that that's the race. That's the race right there. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Extremists. Uh, if, if you're yeah, the extremist. If you're in Georgia, I would look into just give Ted Metz a look. I would give him a look and consider him because right now you have a Democrat versus um, the Democrat's preferred choice, and, and uh, yeah, Brad Raffensperger is not. Is not an honest person, so they want control of that position, so they can control the elections. It's just these people are right, clown world, as it was said here. Someone might have been chanting, "Let's go, Brandon!" There, there was some distant heckles, David, in the chats here. I, I'm not sure if I heard that, but I, I did hear a couple distant heckles, which he actually he calls one out in a second. It's pretty funny to me.
2: I believe America is at an inflection point, point. one of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. And now, America must choose to move forward or to move backwards, to build a future or obsess about the past, to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism, or a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. (laughs) MAGA Republicans have made their choice. Have they? They embrace (laughs) anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies.
0: Is that how you feel about what he, the thing about, he never gives like a definition of MAGA Republican. I think from what I can deduce that a MAGA Republican is anyone who doesn't think the 2020 election was perfect, anyone who's not vaccinated or anyone who questions vaccine mandates and anyone who dares not wear a mask when they drive in their car by themselves. It it seems to be what a MAGA Republican is, because that that's how all those get classified. It basically boils down to people who question the rules that they try and bestow upon us. And, and that is how you get classified as a MAGA Republican. And I think this is what people who might hate Trump, and I, I don't love Trump. I think Trump's a con artist, but, but Joe Biden also a con artist. And I think people who just really ha- rapidly hate Trump and they side with Joe Biden because of that should really think about the fact that. They're, they're just one small step away any day of the week from being classified as a MAGA Republican themselves if they do not bend the knee to the instructions that they try
1: and force upon them. Well, and, and, and let's just think about what MAGA stands for. I mean, you'll, you, obviously, they've, they've shortened it to MAGA rather than make America great again. All right yeah which is not that much different than saying build back better B, right B, B, yeah yeah so but th- this is what they they they've conflated um america first caring about america all of this with extremism so i mean mm-hmm. if i mean you may not be a republican but you may be maga according to this because you do want to see america get better yeah so america. i mean if, i don't know if he, if they think these MAGA nerds are extremists and scary. They do not want to be on my part of the internet. Right, dude. And it's just interesting, too, because the whole
0: narrative has been that if Trump is indicted, that it's just going to be blood on the streets. MAGA Republicans oh. are going to – which I, I disagree with wholly if it's transparent, if they show that that – trump did something I, I don't think that i think well, people go oh wow yeah well you showed us evidence but they're not going to do that though they, they don't ever do that but I, I think it's far more likely that if trump is not indicted that there's people who go to the streets and, and commit acts of violence well here's the thing i think not nine republicans the the other side
2: yeah
1: i think the last two years two and a half years have gone to prove that the federal government can do anything they want and can say anything they want and can claim anything they want. And that the majority of Americans, including the MAGA Republicans are going to mask up, get the shot and not do anything about it in reality. That's why it doesn't matter if they indict him or not, why they're not going to do anything either way. They 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 haven't actually bought in. They bought into a bandwagon in it and a, a yeah. trend they did not buy right. into actual freedom.
0: Right. And, it's, and a lot of it's out of fear, too, because they do control the communication apparatus. People fear that if they spoke out how they truly believe that they would be persecuted, canceled. When the reality is most people sitting in any room probably share similar beliefs than they realize. Like I, I talked about the other day that I saw my friend who is a Democrat and, and one of my best friends and, and just speaking one-on-one with each other, my other friend, it's very, very great, great conversation. Nobody got mad at each other. People understood each other's points, but they want us to believe that everything is so polarized and they're able to construct this false reality through the social media and and digital projection. The reality is that that's not the reality. And that's why they try and suck us into these things. Why they want these virtual reality headsets stuck to our heads and our glasses to be augmented reality so that we can never escape the reality that they try and create because we might see the reality that actually is. And they try and manifest that. It's,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, and and, and just look at, uh, you know, the other reason that they won't fight is, I mean, just look, like I said, look at the last two and a half years, look at the shock troops they made out of your neighbor's the yeah, people dude. that if you ever went on the next door app or oh gosh a Publix <laughs> or whatever, like these people were taught, were trying to tell on each other. Were calling if there were too many cars at people's houses. Mm-hmm. They have mobilized the the um, everyday man, your normal average Joe, to snitch. So it's like they the and that's why people folded. That's why people didn't fight. Is because they had people surrounding them, their peers. Right, and it only takes it one, one or two. Though.
0: Like it only takes one, because it's not the majority of people to do that. But you're right; it only takes one or two people to snitch yeah. and call somebody out. The FBI knocks on somebody's door; they did nothing. Maybe they they drove by the Capitol on January 6, and suddenly their their laptops getting confiscated. Uh, by the feds and that can cause people. and you're right the next door app is like a a, a plague on society it's also hilarious at times cory says they are co-opting words make america great again is now a slur and they're trying to take the phrase we the people and twist, that's exactly what they're doing it's just it's a constant words to us are like programming you know because humans didn't always speak w- the way that we speak now and so we create these words that gives us definitions helps us communicate with each other and what they try and do is take those words twist them around and program our minds like a computer programmer and it's just then they'll change the dictionary I can't stand these people Cam
1: well I mean and, and, and even even after that uh, what's the guy's name who who trained the dogs to salivate when they heard a bell Pavlov Pavlov, yeah. Pavlov. Uh, they also have Pavloved people because totally. look at the, the people who stood for Ukraine and got their their moral righteousness that way, and they're feeling better than those those damn dirty MAGA Republicans. Like they, they've given these people incentive to be. Oh my gosh! I wish I w- oh uh, the bad wordy, crappy.
0: <laughs> I've had to stop myself too a couple times. Oh,
1: <laughs> I've I've almost said it said a couple
0: words we got to do one more clip then we're going to go into the xr where you can swear so we will hold it for then here we
2: go history tells us the blind loyalty to a single leader and a willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy hmm. for a long time we've told ourselves that american democracy is guaranteed but it's not we have to defend it, protect it, stand up for it, each and every one of us. That's why tonight I'm asking our nation to come together, unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy, regardless of your ideology.
0: A, unless you're a Trump-Maga Republican, with the exception of them, obviously.
2: We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists Will put their own pursuit of power above all else. Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. Uh, so that's a
0: direct call for all of those groups to fight against MAGA Republicans. If if you identify or if you are are part of one of those groups, is we need to stop them. And it's your duty and it's your conscience. It is your, it's moral to do that. And they like to play everything on these, these, these moral high grounds as though if you don't act, if you don't act against them, then you are in fact immoral and you're the reason that it happened. When the reality is this is, a demonization propaganda campaign that I, I hate invoking Hitler and in Nazi Germany. I, I hate doing that. Just but, do
1: Stalin and communist Russia. Whatever.
0: Time. Yeah, exactly. Same thing is when you can convince the public uh, uh, enough of the public that other people who believe certain things are literally demons who don't deserve to be treated humanely, then you can get them to kill people. Now, I don't think that we're that far. I think that there's probably like a small percentage of, of of radicals who like buy this rhetoric literally. I think most people know it's rhetoric, but I think they would like to manifest that extreme rhetoric reality. I, I think that's what they would like to manifest. I think they would like to manifest that worldwide, to be honest with you, because we hear whenever there's a candidate that runs for office that the the global order does not want, they say, well, a Trumpian candidate is running in France or the Right. The uh, South Korea president is a Trumpian right-winger, so they always make those connections. And they say these radical Trumpian right-wingers and MAGA and QAnon is spreading around the world. They want to associate everything back to that, back to the authoritarian aspect of it. I mean, it is telling when they talk about their own citi- our, our own citizens, people, other Americans, the same way that they talk about Putin and Russia. Yep. It's because they want people to see them that way. And they want people to celebrate when a war by some a-hole, like Zelensky, is fighting against them.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not trying to say that – just to put it out there up front, I'm not saying that you should engage in political violence ever, okay? But the idea, the idea that it is un-American and ludicrous and terrible that anyone would ever use political violence or insurrection or – rebellion in any way and that that's not american that's not how america works it's all about democracy and peace and freedom is the most diluted crap i've ever heard in my entire life well, our t- country yeah. was founded on insurrection, it was founded on freaking um. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, secession. Right. It was founded in rebellion and political violence. I mean, look at uh Crispus Atticus. Look at look at the the Boston Tea Party. Look at the the people who who shot back at the the redcoats. I mean, this is a country that was built out of a fight for freedom, and they're going to pretend that if you fight for freedom, that you're the bad guy. Right, and they're also going to act like they don't promote violence
0: across the country when it comes to the riots that we've seen. I, I, I hate to bring up the what aboutism when it comes to the George Floyd riots and all of that. That was very not only promoted, Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris, others bailed out people who were provoked into violence. And I played some of the indivisible activist training sessions during all of this where they told them to go be violent. And they said that if anybody questions you being violent, they're a racist, white nationalist. Because they can't question your anger. And so they act, they act like they don't do this. And they get away with it because, as I told you yesterday, my friend had never heard of the Jeffrey Tubin story. And he was shocked that he never heard of it. I was not. Yeah. Because he was watching the networks that don't tell them that stuff. And that's why the one-on-one conversations that we have with people, I think, is, is how we, you know, you always got to do it with a smile and you always got to do it kindly but you, you just talk to people you listen to them and, and you you exchange ideas they don't want us doing that that's the last thing they want us to do and that's why they try and push us into these digital lockdowns and all this bs it angers me because there's a lot of good people out there that are being duped
1: by this i mean this is a this is not a good person right here it's this not, is not a, imagine just for a second being lectured by joe biden or by hillary clinton or or by Barack Obama about how people aren't peaceful enough when these are the people who currently are keeping up the proxy war in Yemen going and letting children in Yemen starve and die of cholera, a completely preventable disease. Look at what Hillary Clinton did to Libya. Am I really supposed to take these people seriously when they say, hey, don't do the violence?
0: <laughs> well, that, that yeah, you can't. You can only do the violence if it's against children in another country. That is right. the rule.
1: Apparently, I mean, like, across the board, you can kill any children that you want as long as it's over a border. But if it's here and if it threatens th- their paychecks, if it threatens their uh, sense of power and and prestige, oh, no, that's bad. That's right. un-American. Absolutely.
0: And I, I think that – so, like, everything they're doing is they're trying to provoke someone who is a, a major Trump supporter a MAGA Republican into violence. We saw the the FBI the guy who shot the nail gun at the FBI which I haven't been able to find a lot of information about that but I kind of suspect that that person was not actually a MAGA Republican because if it were just a perfect example of it I think we would have heard a lot more about it. Like that was what they're looking for and they want to provoke that. So we can't give them that. I was talking to my friend the other day. He got so mad. He's like, "Oh, we should." I was like, "We can't." He's like, "We should go punisher." I was like, "You can't go punisher, dude." First of all, punisher's woke now, and it's real. It's real, you know, stupid. But you can't do that because that is what they want. That's what the globalists want. It's what they need. You have to go Gandhi. You have to go peaceful. That's a strategic choice because if you say, "Yet yeah, Martin Luther King," you have to let you have to just peacefully protest and let let the world see them be the aggressors. Because any act that anybody does at this point, because they control the media apparatus, is going to be just framed as look at how dangerous and violent these people are. We saw the January 6th thing. We saw how that was framed. Completely they they painted a fantasy out of what actually happened they didn't give the reality was there people that acted crazy and bi- yeah sure they were were there fbi agents in there i'm pretty sure there were were there a bunch of old people and chinese people just chilling out who were walked in by the police officers yes but they only give people one side of all of these realities that justifies what they already believe in so we cannot give them what they want because they will use it against us we
1: have to be peaceful about it. that's my opinion yeah, well, I mean, do you want to be the good guy, or do you want to be the violent guy?
0: I don't think anybody wants. Well, some people might want to be the violent guy, but
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's that. That's like I when I say this stuff about insurrection and all of that, I'm like I said, I'm not saying that that's how this should go down. My personal uh, standards, my lines of decency, my uh, morals are mostly based around peace. But at the end of the day. Do you want to be thought of as a uh, – what's his name? Uh, Gandhi? Or do you want to be an Augusto Pinochet?
0: You have to tell me who me. that second person is.
1: Augusto Pinochet, that was Chile, right? He, was, he did a military coup in Chile and uh, took over. And then he installed some economists from uh, the Chicago School. Which is where uh, Milton Friedman taught and, and yeah. was that a lot, and so they brought kind of this, these free market ideas into Chile, and they they blossomed in that way. But you know there were rumors that he would throw communists who that's who they he usurped were like socialists and communists that when he found them he would have them thrown from airplanes or helicopters. That's where that hel- helicopter meme comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, so, regardless of. Like Gandhi was a uh, was a freak. I don't know if I'm not. I won't go too deep. No, there's this. a lot
0: about Gandhi. Look, I know that's why Gandhi. He, just because he was he peaceful, wanted to be remembered. It was a strategic choice. Him, yeah.
1: Or hated by Pinochet, like Pinochet. So
0: like, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't understand both of them deep enough to to pick one of those. But what what I do know is that the people that they're trying to get to fight with each other are not us versus them it's us versus us and th- that is the problem I have because they-, they want us to hate our friends who disagree with us and I think if we give in to those provocations that they so our reactions are to them they're not to- not to the people that are used to be our friends or are our friends but disagree with us they are to them and our friends are you know mind controlled by them in-, in a lot of ways so that's the problem I have because I'm not going to react to my friends that way because I understand what's going on because I've studied propaganda for 10 years now. And I, and I understand what's happening. And I know that when I talk to them, every single one of my friends who are far, far left, what doesn't matter what their thing is. Whenever I talk to them, we always come to it. Like I, I always ask them questions. that makes them start asking questions every single time. So I know for a fact that people's views can be changed with healthy conversation that's not done in a violent way. And so I am not going to give in to the provocations that, that they try and get me to give into, because I'm not going to fight my my neighbor and my buddy, which is what they want us to do. And I told my buddy the other day, they do all this stuff so that you and I fight, so that we don't see that they're getting richer and more powerful while we're blinded by our own aggression towards each other. Each other, and th- that's the way that I view it. Is I'm not going to give them what they want.
1: Yeah. Well, David said uh, peaceful will get you a concentration camp. I'm ready for the leadership to stand for stand for their crimes. It's been blatant in our face how many cheeks i people don't seem to understand a lot of times when i say i try to base my life around peace it's not that i'm against defending myself or i don't think that people yeah, should me either in themselves uh, yeah, i agree with that what i'm saying is you can either jump into the fray and become the demonized person they want you to be you can become the front page uh the the the, the guy whose face is in the dictionary next to the word extremist or you can subvert them or you can uh, rally people to do something differently. And I mean, if, right. if yeah. push comes right. to comes to shove, sure. Like if there's a fight that has to be had, you do that.
0: I completely agree. If, if there's no other choice, absolutely.
1: But I mean, don't, don't go jumping into a fight.
0: Right. And, and that, but that's, you're right. That's exactly what they want is they, they're trying to push. They want all war right now is about provoking the other person to taking the first action. So it looks like they're defending themselves. I mean, that's false flags. It's like everything does that right now. And there is such a hardcore push right now to try and make anybody who questions the election or MAGA Republican look like this, just white nationalist terrorist ready to blow up any effing building, which it's not true. It's just, it's just not true, but they want it to be. And, yeah, that's why they keep pushing people like this, in my opinion. Let's do one more, then we'll go to the XR and we'll continue the conversation. Those are
2: delicious-looking wings. We saw guy. law enforcement brutally attacked on January sixth.
0: We've seen. A- I-, I want to stop that there. So, in his previous speeches earlier this week, he said we saw multiple law enforcement killed by insurrectionists, tr- MAGA insurrectionists, which is not true. He blatantly lied. He's changed it. Because he, they saw the reaction. This is what I was talking about earlier this week. We're going to see some minor adjustments to this speech, and it's going to be around, you know, things that he got wrong or just things that didn't work. He literally said that MAGA people killed multiple police officers on January 6th earlier this week. Never corrected that. He's just correcting it here in, in the speech.
2: Election officials, poll workers, many of them volunteers of both parties subject to intimidation and death threats. And can you believe it? FBI agents just doing their job as directed, facing threats to their own lives from their own fellow citizens. On top of that, there are public figures today, yesterday and the day before predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets. That's what he's
0: calling for. I mean, he's literally calling this speech is literally calling, trying to get his side to. It's unbelievable. Dave says, "If our forefathers had not stood with action, we wouldn't be here today." So, right, action. Yeah, action is reaction, absolutely. And I, peace is not in action. So right. peace is action. Also, you can peacefully protest. Like, that, like Martin Luther King, a lot of the civil rights accomplishments were came off of peaceful protests. And and then what happened in the aftermath, the reaction to that peaceful protest. So look, I, I I don't, I I am a, I'm an idealist and like, I, I want everybody to love each other, man. I, I I want the world to live in harmony and people to love each other and embrace each other and uplift each other and help everybody reach their full potential. But I also know that that, that is just, that is not really a, a reality that we live in. It, it's just a dream Um, that yeah. maybe one day, who knows with advance, I have no idea, but I, I also, I, I also think that we can be peaceful. We, we can take lessons from these people in and, we can be firm. You can be peaceful and firm. This whole idea is like, don't mistake me being kind for me being weak. Right. And I think that's the kind of the posture that you take, because right now I just don't see any other choice. I, I think any other choice right now gets us and, and anybody who questions the election framed as a, not just a domestic terrorist, an international terrorist worldwide, because yep. that is what they want to frame people like this, uh, people like us who question things as the worldwide enemy, not just the enemy here. We just show people that we're not. I think most people know that, though. Like, I say that, it's so weird. Because people f- effing know that. They know that. They just control this communication apparatus and, and flip things on its head. It is very, very frustrating. I love mankind, too. Yes, I absolutely love mankind. It's just- I do,
1: too. I'll, all I'm saying is that you have to be smart when it comes to this stuff. If we get to the point where things are so bad that there needs to be some form of rebellion, some form of change... First, do you want to be remembered as the bad guy or the good guy? So, what are you going to do? Are you going to take the bait now and do something stupid and in, end up being destroyed or are you going to to wait? Are you going to to look for the proper opportunity? I mean, I'd I'd love to see these people, these crooks um thrown in prison. But yeah. when's that going to happen? Not holding up. And how's it yeah. going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's the people are. I know that people will be like. There's only three percent of the population were needed to for the American Revolution. Right. That's, yeah. That's. I mean, we. I don't think we even have three percent in this country that would actually do something like that.
0: It's. Just, it's not an easy answer. I. I, I totally. The conversation about is. Is. It's tough. I've thought about this too. It's not an easy answer. And. You know, it's not even something that a lot of people, I think, until the past few years, even really thought about because it wasn't forced upon us the way it's forced upon us now with the lockdowns and everything, where it really affects people's lives. And that's the whole idea that they try and, and do. They try and do things that really affect people on a personal level, to force them into doing some action one way or the other. And, and now that people are, we're all affected by it, we're like forced into it. It's a total politicization of society, which is what Lenin wanted back in communist Russia, because then every issue could be turned into a divisive issue, which is what we're seeing now. I, I just... I just don't the projection of reality that they give, I think is just so far from what reality is, especially with the experiences I have in the everyday world that uh i don't I think they're pushing so hard because they're not getting it, they're not getting what they want. I don't think you have to push as hard to transform society the way they're doing it if you're not getting what they want and the people that I talk to uh, friends of mine who got like the first three shots who were wearing Facebook profiles, Instagram profiles with their mask on, uh, getting their vaccine sticker, putting the picture of that online. They are now like anti-booster shot, anti-mask. They, they are now reading... Not no more seen in MSNBC. They're reading alternative websites. Their their mindset has completely changed because they've come to view all of this stuff as BS. And that to me is is hope and optimism because it wasn't like these were people on the edge. These were people who were pretty hardcore Democrats. A number of them that I know who have been like, okay, this is creepy and weird, and they've started to change their view. And so that's where I see the optimism, which is something that we never see projected in the mainstream media because they wouldn't dare do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. Very safe. U S bio lab said any comments on national divorce uh, or Texas reverting to being its own country. Doesn't Texas right. re- reserve that right? One, my solution, my preferred solution is national divorce. I don't know if Brad agrees with that or not. I don't know who does and who doesn't. That is the answer to the question because I don't want to be a part. If, if Florida would would secede tomorrow, I would stay in Florida for the rest of my life. But if Alabama or Georgia decided to do it first, I'd be going there because right. that is the peaceful option.
0: Right. Well, let's continue this conversation in the DMBXR. XR. You guys can't, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the, the awesome chat going on on Rockfin. You guys can find your drive time news blast, the propaganda report on any prop, any podcast app that you listen to. And we will talk to you guys next time or in the DMB XR. Have a fantastic rest of your.